You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, however it applies for your Mock Draft Monday weekly edition of Locked On Browns. Jeff Lloyd, your host, riding solo. Once in a blue moon, people. Once in a blue moon. Pete Smith, uh, obviously traveling down to Mobile, Alabama, uh, going to give us some killer coverage again this year from the Senior Bowl. Uh, you know, Pete's going to go down there. He's going to be chasing around the offensive line position. He's going to be looking at the defensive tackle position, checking out safeties, checking out skill players. Looking forward to getting to Pete here a couple times this week here. You know, getting his info and all the happenings and everything going on down in Mobile. But for tonight. It's Jeff Lloyd, your local expert on the biggest story, everything Cleveland Browns-wise, for your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. Before we get to the Mock Draft Monday festivities, obviously it was a busy day in Berea. So we're going to get to it. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, and guys, I can't emphasize this enough. There is not a general manager in place. So whatever's going on there now between Elliot Wolf and Alonzo Highsmith, and Paul D. Podesta, and Kevin Stefanski. These guys are rocking it out right now. They are putting together a hell of a staff to this point. Stump Mitchell obviously being retained. Stump has been a running back coach in the NFL for 19 seasons after nine years as a player. Stump did serve some time as a college head coach, two stints, never worked out. This has kind of been his calling. The man had a great reputation not only as a player, but a person in his nine years playing the league. You talk to running backs who have played for him in the NFL to this point. They cannot preach enough what Stump Mitchell has done for them as far as being a player and being game ready and you know helping with assignments and helping with video work. And the other thing is they talk about how much Stump Mitchell has done for them personally, helping them grow and make the transition from amateur athlete to pro star having a lot of money, how to deal with it, and things of that nature. Stump Mitchell has been critical to a lot of young athletes over this time. This was a great, great keep of a player here. It was a great get for John Dorsey when they got him. This is an even better keep, and it shows you with a man who's been now in the league for 19 years, he's buying what Kevin Stefanski is selling. Kevin's not coming off like somebody who looked really good in a press conference. Obviously, there's people who are believing him which leads us to point B. This is an incredible get to get Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan has been in the NFL since 1995. Started off with the Eagles. uh, Had a good run as their offensive line coach. Was hired on out by John Gruden's Oakland Raiders. Was their offensive coordinator. When John Gruden left like a thief in the night to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Bill Callahan became the head coach of the Raiders. Um, if you remember the Super Bowl where John Gruden beat the Raiders, yes, that was a Bill Callahan coach team. After his stint with the Raiders was done, went the college route. He was a head coach in Nebraska. Not really a great tenure in Lincoln. Found his way back to the NFL with the New York Jets. Then, obviously, from the Jets, moved on to the Dallas Cowboys, which we'll get to that. From the Cowboys to the Washington Redskins, which led to offensive line coach, assistant head coach, and then being the interim head coach to finish off their season after they moved on from Jay Gruden. With Callahan being available here, there were a lot of talks, and I know a lot of people mentioned that Bill Callahan was very interested in maybe getting together with the New York Giants. When Jason Garrett's name was finalized as being offense coordinator, that killed everything. Apparently the relationship between Callahan and Garrett 
did not end well at all in Dallas. Neither one is really close with the other. Neither one is fond of the other at any point. So it made Bill Callahan a prime piece on the assistant coach, assistant coaching free agent market. They were able to get it done. They were able to get Bill Callahan in here. Bill is from the zone blocking school, which is what Kevin Stefanski and all signs point to. This is the offense they want to run. So to get this guy, and again here now, Bill, who has NFL ties well over 20 years, buying in to what a 37-year-old rookie head coach is, is trying to sell him, it looks really good. It looks really promising. And you're, you, all these pieces seem to be lining up to this point. I hated losing James Campen. I like the way James works with players. He's got a reputation of developing and undrafted guys and day three guys and making them in integral pieces. I think James Campen could have adapted. But I think once they realized they had the opportunity to reel in a big fish like Bill Callahan, it was worth it. And they did. They upgraded. This is a slam dunk hire. And congratulations to everybody in that building because they're working their butts off and they are getting some quality names to fill out this coaching staff and assistant roles. And it's really, really impressive to this point. The general manager search. Um, you know, Obviously, we had finalization today. I'm not sure who broke it. And maybe it was Mary Kay if it was her. Good for her. Um, George Patton from the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, his talk and interview Saturday did go well for members of the Browns brass was there. This is where it's interesting, and everybody figured Andrew Barry was a foregone conclusion. But with all the analytic approach, and I'm totally fine with that, and I'm totally fine with everything being in unison, George Patton's got the reputation of also being a solid player evaluator. And I think you're going to want that in the room somehow, some way, especially with a scouting department that knows that come April and the draft, they're going to be moved on from because every new front office is going to bring in their pieces. Uh, George Patton has a fantastic reputation of hitting on day three. Anthony Harris, a guy who everybody's coveting now as a free agent safety, was a seventh-round pick for them out of University of Virginia. He's done really well in the undrafted free agent circles. Also, there's going to be some pieces from Minnesota. It looks like it's a big breakup there in Minnesota, coaching staff-wise, on the offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball. Some of those players are going to fall loose. And obviously, some of them can help Kevin Stefanski, whether it's a ham at fullback, maybe even a Kyle Rudolph at tight end. Anthony Harris, like I mentioned, is a safety. You'd like to get a couple more guys in this building, and George Edwards may possibly still rumored to be a linebacker coach here couple more guys in this building and you convince these guys, hey, come a little bit across the continent. Come on over here. Be a Brown. You're going to be comfortable. You know what we're running. It's going to put you ahead of the game. Uh, things are lining up really well to this point. I want to see how they finish out this staff and obviously the general manager search. Uh, but for right now, obviously this staff's probably headed down to Mobile. A lot of talent to be evaluated there. But uh, for what's gone on here for the first eight days, you really, really got to love the job they're doing. We're going to roll on through here a little bit more on Locked On Browns. Jeff Lloyd, your solo act for the day. I know you're not used to it. I'm not used to it. But we'll get you some great stuff here. Start talking some mock draft Monday here in a second. Guys and gals, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Hell with good sex. Great sex. Remember the days when you were always ready? Or ladies, do you remember the days he was always ready? Now you can increase your performance, or his performance, and get that extra confidence in bed, or get that extra satisfaction. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients 
as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the situation arises. Hoink, hoink. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance the performance in the bedroom. Ladies, you would like him to inform, you know, some enhancement in the performance, correct? So this is the gift that keeps on giving. For instance, most guys talk about a good game. But if you're a one and done, Blue Chew can help you follow through for round two. And let's not make round two Thursday when round one was on Sunday, gentlemen. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Guys, not that it should be. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for all our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB, all caps, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. Again, $5 for the shipping. Guys, when you look like the rock star in bed, it's going to be the best $5 you ever spent. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for their sponsorship at the Lockdown Podcast Network. Like I said, it is Mock Draft Monday, and obviously we do this in accordance with our brothers over at the Draft Network. Obviously, two podcasts here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Draft Dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Joe Marino is going to be our target of our draft, who wrote the uh, Mock Draft this week that we're going to sit down and dissect here in a second. And obviously, Trevor Sakema, Ben Solek host the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast. Those guys do a fantastic job, all of them, anybody down in Mobile, Go ahead, check out the dudes. Uh, the Draft Network is like they—they they like to say the 33rd NFL front office. But guys, I'm sorry, I ain't helping you push this Bud Light seltzer. That's that's just not happening. If it's not a claw, it ain't for y'all. So Joe Marino obviously did his mock draft, and first things first, Joe gets a mock dropped last night at midnight, um, late Saturday night. Joe and his wife uh, have their first child. Uh, beautiful baby girl. So it just tells you about the work ethic from the guys over the Draft Network. Um, I've done shows and worked with Joe as way back as 2014. Joe's a fantastic gentleman. Uh, to see him happy, uh, obviously career-wise, with a fantastic new bride and now a new fa- uh, fantastic baby girl. Joe Marino, buddy, uh, I, I just salute. Uh, just nothing but the best for you. And uh, those sleepless nights... They will go away. It may take 12, 13 years, but they will go away. But congratulations to you and your beautiful wife on your beautiful bundle of joy. So Joe did his mock today. And with that, at pick number 10, this we're going to keep in mind, top three tackles off the board and Andrew Thomas, Wilkes, and Wirfs off the board. Joe goes with Isaiah Simmons at 10 for the Cleveland Browns. You guys have heard me talk forever about Isaiah Simmons. I absolutely love the player that Isaiah Simmons is. My questions and difficulties here are the Browns currently need two offensive tackles. If you need two, you're already down. Now you're chasing, trying to make it up in the second round, third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, obviously no fifth round pick, et cetera, et cetera. It's really hard to fill an offensive tackle need. 
in free agency. Uh, I've talked about that a ton as well. Isaiah Simmons, the player, and the fact that he can do so many different things, and he's literally an X factor on defense. He can, obviously, he can play as a slot corner. He can play as a rush edge. He can play inside linebacker, outside linebacker. He can play a field corner. There's there's so many things you can do with Isaiah Simmons. Also, the way I look at him is you want to be a really good team with a really good defense that maybe had a bad year and somehow ended up in the top 10 or the top 12 because you need everybody else to be functional pieces on that defense if you truly want to embrace what Isaiah Simmons is. Because as I've talked about with Pete on the show numerous times, if you're going to have him rush the quarterback, that's fine. Who's going to go play middle linebacker? You're going to have him go play slot corner. That's okay. Who's going to do the other things he can do? It's You need a sound defense where you just say, you want to know what? We're good. We're average. And this is the thing that's going to make us a top five defense because this guy can do everything. Again, it's never a question of Isaiah Thomas, the player. It's a question of what you have around Isaiah Thomas and can you embrace who he truly is. I think to just say he's a middle linebacker and Jeff Rizin, our buddy over at Brownswire, says just make him a Brian Urlacher, which I don't really have an issue with. I don't. But with the two greatest needs being left tackle, right tackle, and what failed this Browns offense in 2019, I need to make sure I at least got one of those in in the barn before I start looking elsewhere. I got to get a tackle at 10. Sorry, Joe Marino. Joe did come back at pick 41 and took Josh Jones out of Houston. Uh, If anyone heard the introductory press conference down today in the Senior Bowl, uh, the uh, head of the Senior Bowl uh, obviously just mentioned that he thought Josh Jones is probably going to end up being around one pick. There's certain tackles that fit this new regime. Josh Jones is one. Obviously, Andrew Thomas is one. Josh Jones needs a good week. Uh, as we've talked about this, you know, Pete said there's times where you, you question Josh Jones. You know, be, be that finisher, be that jerk, get that Quentin Nelson where, yeah, I teabag you, just to let you know and think about the next play. I'm going to go even harder. Josh Jones fills the bill as far as what they're probably looking for offensively as far as his own blocker. I have no problem with that, but the hope to get a left tackle at 41, to me, it's just too big of a risk after this. And this shouldn't be an issue. John Dorsey, for two years, punted on this position. This new regime, I don't think you can afford to gamble here. You've got Baker in year three. You've got Chubb in year three. You've got receivers. You need to get that O-line cemented. It's got to be done. No more messing around. Go get a tackle at 10. Fill in the other pieces. Get two off tackles. I don't care. You just hired a fantastic offensive line coach. So at 10, go get him. Let him watch the film. Tell you, hey, this is the guy I want at 10. We'll see what you all do. But you brought me in here for a reason to get this line right. I need that guy to get this line right. Let's let Bill Callahan go to work. Got more coming here. We're actually going to fire up the mock draft machine over at the Draft Network ourselves. We're going to take you through here, one, uh, as we keep rolling on through. Mock Draft Monday, Locked On Browns with Jeff Floyd. Guys, gals, if you haven't checked it out, you need to check out That's What B Said. Uh, My pals, Brittany and obviously Bree, they do a fantastic job. Meredith producing. Great show. Great girls. Great ideas. Great thoughts. They do a lot of research. And in number one, they just have a shitload of fun with it. You're looking for another podcast to put in the rotation. Check out That's What B Said on Spotify, on iTunes. Like I said, we're going to fire up the mock draft. 
So, we go to Browns. We'll start there. We are going to go seven rounds. I mean, come on. You don't do anything. Half. You always go full, kids. And obviously, we'll do this at a faster pace. I'm going to go over, obviously, picks, you know, who was available, things of that nature. And with that, we are off and running on your Mock Draft Monday. Mock Draft Machine on Lockdown Browns. Oh, this one's already taking a turn for the kooky one, folks. So just to get the laugh of it. Yeah, the Bengals bungled. Jarek Wills, congratulations at going one overall to the Cincinnati Bengals. It obviously puts the Browns on the clock here at 10. Uh, I'm not going to touch Tua Tagovailoa. Herbert, not going to touch. CeeDee Lamb, fantastic player. I've got two receivers. The name here, and it sticks out like a sore thumb. And the importance with the Browns here is right tackle seems to be just as important as left tackle, is what you're hearing. They like to roll out their quarterback a lot. That's a strength for Baker Mayfield. Tristan Wirfs. The thing about Tristan Wirfs is he combines athleticism and he combines that Quentin Nelson style of just being a straight-up punk about it. He is a weight room warrior, if you haven't seen the footage. So pick 10 here. We're going to lock and load it and set it down here. We're going to go with Tristan Wirfs here at 10. He's going to be the guy, the first pick of the new regime. And Bill Callahan will get his first toy here in his days with the Cleveland Browns. Tristan Wirfs at pick 10. Now Tristan has been very well accomplished. Um, and if you didn't see the bowl game in the close of his year, just a fantastic year, fantastic effort. You just love the path the young man has gone on. Work ethic, weight room warrior, everything about it. Should be a solid pro for a long, long time. Come around here. We got running backs available. I'm not going to go running back here this evening because you guys are giving me way too much junk about it at this point. Everybody, damn, no more running backs. And I'll be honest with you. Maybe with the moves of Callahan, and it seems Stefanski is speaking very well to this point of Kareem Hunt. Maybe, they're, maybe they will tender Kareem to a point where they do not want to move on with him. Leaves interesting names here. I'm going to double dip at the tackle, tackle position because I'm thrilled that I got worse. But I don't have it. You know, I, I think Candle Lamb could play right tackle if I went left tackle at 10. I got no answer for left tackle if I go with Werfs at 10. And I'm okay with that. This time the board fell pretty good for us. There's Austin Jackson. There's Prince Tega Winogo. There is Josh Jones out of Houston. I'm going to continue with the trend of Bill Callahan was brought here for a reason. You're going to try to cater this line to what fits Kevin Stefanski's office, what f- offense, what fits Bill Callahan. I look at Josh Jones. I look at Austin Jackson. Question here is, is one's played a little bit more proven competition. Austin Jackson's going to rise as well. He's athletic. I'm going to go with Joe Marino's original selection. And as Pete Smith said, this is a tackle. He's really looking forward to seeing down in Mobile. Josh Jones, Houston, we double-dipped. So Josh Jones at 41. Browns now have two tackles in-house. Now it's time to really get to work because now we got some holes to fill. With Joe Woods coming in possibly as a defensive coordinator, the one thing I've gathered from people I talk to is you're looking for that true over-the-top center field safety. Now the issue here is I wonder if there's any way Demarius Randall gets saved here. Is there any chance he can stick around even though 
things didn't work out or go so great for him, nor did he treat the franchise like they deserve to be treated down the end of the season. We'll see how that plays out, but he kind of does fit that role. And who knows, maybe you get him on a one-year prove-it due to the fact that you know he's had his eyes on the money and it doesn't look like it's going to happen for him. The way the board broke here, I, it, it's we're going to go look at the safety position. The names, two names to scream out to me is Brandon Jones out of Texas and Kevon Wallace out of Clemson. Without athletic testing numbers to this point, we're left a little in the dark. But for me, if I'm thinking this true over-the-top guy, I'm going to go with Brandon Jones here from the University of Texas. So with pick 71 in the third round, we've gone ahead and brought in our safety. We still have Redwine. Bring back Justin Burris. Uh, you know, there's other safeties in place. I, 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 Brandon Jones, for me, would be the guy that would fit what's currently in-house. Obviously, we're not going far here. Now we're going to go right to pick 90. Uh, Houston Texans selection. As we roll on through here, our, you know, this would be you know our fourth selection, second and the third round. This is where we're going to go back to all available here. We want to start looking at everything. You know, we don't, is there anybody really of importance that was has been left to the board to this point? Because look, the Browns have holes. We know they have holes. We look here. There's uh, some interesting name. Oh, okay. Seems the wealth here is at the edge position. Uh, you have uh, Jabari Zuniga out of Florida. You have Alton Robinson out of Syracuse, the player I really like. You have Khalid Kareem, who is obviously out of Notre Dame. Anthony Jennings out of Bama. You guys know the Bama bias we carry. Too many injuries. Uh, da, da, da. We're going to go Alton Robinson out of Syracuse here. You can never have too much help rushing the passer. And obviously it got really dry when you were playing street free agents last year and playing them. Over Chad Thomas, Alton Robinson at pick 90 from Syracuse. It's going to get interesting here at 105. I got to do something to help this offense out. Uh, I need some sort of skill, whether it's a wide receiver, whether it's a tight end, whether it's a running back. Looking at what's available. I have some interesting names, and we're perusing through them here right now. And tight end dried up quickly in this one. But... The glaring name I see here, and I want to, but I told you I'll save running back for day three. I don't want to get yelled at by you guys. You guys all get upset maybe when I do this. Um, so you know what? We're going to go to the tight end position. And out of Vanderbilt, Jared Pinkney. Interesting thing with Jared Pinkney is, can he be that pseudo fullback, pseudo H-back? Pete Smith's going to find out for this week. Both of us, he and I, think this is something he can do. We're going to go ahead and see if he can do it. Jared Pinckney, pick 105 from Vanderbilt. Obviously, I have a little way to go here before we get to the sixth round and the selections there. Um, if you guys don't use these, and obviously, you know, Stephen Thomas, who's a guest on here all the time. Look, it's a fun tool. You don't have to take everything as it's, you know, written in stone or it's, you know, the letter of the law. It's a fun tool. It's something fun to play with. And it helps you learn the players' names. And for right now, it helps you kind of learn the players' value. Um, obviously, these things change drastically. They'll change after this week in Mobile. They'll change huge again after the Combine in Indianapolis. But it's a fun tool. And guys, don't get too upset about it because sometimes I get some. That'll never happen. There's not a chance. So here we are. Sixth round, pick 167. And we're looking at some names available. And here is a guy, Pete, you guys know how much Pete and I love Darnell Savage last year. Here's a guy I think that plays a little bit like Darnell Savage, also out of Maryland. Gets around the line of scrimmage, creates a lot of havoc, brings the noise, 
Antoine Brooks Jr. Whether or not he's somebody that's a need as far as what this next offensive scheme is going to be, he's a guy I truly like. So I am going to bring him in here. Highest run grade, according to PFF last year, as a college safety. Great player. He's down in Mobile this week. Has a big, big opportunity to shine, which I think he will. Big hitters and smart guys who can play dirty and tough around the line of scrimmage are guys that are highly valued. So Antoine Proge Jr., your selection there with pick 165. We close it out here. And as I always do when I do these, is I go best available. And it looks like it's really heavy at the wide receiver position. And I'm not going to doubt that guys are needed here. And some of the names I look at, and there's some I really like. And I'm going to go with this. I'm going to give this one here just due to the big week last week in uh, down in St. Pete for the Shrine Bowl. Benjamin Victor, Ohio State. The one thing he brings that Jarvis doesn't, that Odell doesn't, is longer arms, bigger body. Benjamin Victor, he's, I don't think he's ever going to go in the seventh round, especially after last week. But for right here, he becomes the final pick of this mock draft on Mock Draft Monday. Benjamin Victor from Ohio State. So we close it on out in our haul for this week on Mock Draft Mondays. Tristan Wirfs at 10. Josh Jones from Houston, left tackle at 41. Brandon Jones out of Texas, safety. Alton Robinson, edge out of Syracuse. Jared Pinckney, tight end, H-back out of Vanderbilt. Antoine Brooks Jr., just a disruptor as a strong safety and around the line. And intelligent guys usually find a way to figure it out all over the field. I think he's one of those guys. Benjamin Victor, wide receiver out of the Ohio State University. Uh, we'll have Pete in tomorrow. Obviously, guys, we'll get me your, your stuff in from Mobile. Check out the five-minute Locked On Browns Google News hits. We've been pumping those out for you. Obviously, as the information comes in, out, we try to get those out to you as fast as we possibly can. Make sure you're following the show at Locked On Browns, all lowercase, follow back account, DMs, open, DMs are always open. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. DMs are open. Make sure you're following everywhere. I appreciate you guys. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.